0: Are you ready, Sess? Yes. Yes. That is the name of more to come. Welcome to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. I am Steph here with Sess. It's been, too long. Yay. it's been too long since you've been on the mic and I'm so pumped. It feels only appropriate. We are wrapping our summer podcast season with this conversation and we will be back on Uncorked in September and it feels like the perfect time to pause and take notice of what is summer. We're halfway through this summer period of time, if you can believe it. And I want to know, what have you most enjoyed about your summer thus far, Sess?
1: I love this question. So I enjoy everything that I do in my life, meaning my choices that I make. And so I have some good books that I'm reading this summer. I have, you know, some topics that I want to learn more about this summer. And also, what are my goals that I want to create this year, by the end of 2021 so all of my thoughts happen in the summer and the summer with the sun coming out also gives me time to reflect on the choices that I'm making and almost like sunbathe in them so I got a above ground pool for me and my fam jam to hang out in and one of my favorite moments is reading in the pool (laughs) I call it adult swim time (laughs)
0: adult swim time is Sess and your husband trading off who is in the floaty with which beautiful book and i could just watch you interchange that role it's really beautiful yeah i want to acknowledge so i've just said that you are sunbathing in your choices and i think it's such a beautiful way of putting your choices it's like when you sunbathe, I just, we need to riff on this for a moment. Yeah, sure. There's no place you'd rather be. Uh When you go to sunbathe, you're literally in stillness. You're in the moment. You might be wrapped in sunscreen, probably an itty bitty bikini, nothing else. It's like you're naked to the sun to say, saturate my body. And you sit there in your choices with that same glow. And I think that is just So beautiful. It was a bit of a trick question because I was wondering what you would say. You're so positively non-alcoholically drunk on your development and on (laughs) books (laughs) and on all these fun things. And in January, you set an intention for joy and play with your family. Mm. And I feel like I get to witness you in this state of joy. You have an adorable puppy Who's trying to teach my puppy how to swim? Your puppy's fearless, in fact. You <laughs> you have this above ground pool, which I just think is like joy personified with the kids and how fun. And you have some neat adventures planned where you've like run away to mountains and you know the water is definitely a thing for the Elmas fam because you find places with water. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. So, full circle, when you get the opportunity to interact with SESS, you'll know that SESS has created a home and a life that makes every day feel like your version of a holiday. And as you sunbathe in your choices, what a beautiful way to spend the summer!
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thanks. You recap that so beautifully. Thank you.
0: I think you've taught me how to listen. <laughs> I I appreciate that about you. (laughs) I want to share that my summer has been all about plan B, C, D, and E Mm. because I made plans like in the early new year, I was so excited about things that would happen this summer and everything was going to open up. And I felt like I was really hanging on for these summer adventures that were pending. And my first summer adventure was quickly thwarted the night before when a forest fire broke out and the highway closed and the town went into evacuation mode and it was like all plans were just completely thrown out the window. And I have another adventure planned. And currently BC is in a state of emergency because of the wildfires. And, you know, this next adventure could completely change again. And I think it's so beautiful that I was planning based around a pandemic and there's actually been a natural disaster that has Mm -hmm. caused things to change again. And I want to just constantly remind myself that the moment we have is right now and you can plan 500 other iterations and we just don't know what will happen. Will the borders close? Will the borders open? Will there be a fire? Will there not be a fire? And these are reminders that there's no season to appreciate life in the moment. It's not the season of summer. It's the season of now. And Mm -hmm. so that's what just really feels true for, for me right now. Mm. Go for summer.
1: You know, it's interesting when you say that is I think about your adventures are so interesting. And I don't know if I follow you on Instagram. I also talk to you. (laughs) But people who see your adventures, like they just seem so exciting. And so no one would know that like the B and the C and the D are happening. So you switch gears really gracefully. I want Mm. you to know that. And I really see that it's not about what you're doing, but it's how you want to feel in the vacation Mm. that you're taking, Mm. like what you want to explore or what, who you want to connect with. So I really see that, that you're not attached to a location. Mm. Maybe, and maybe I'm making no. that up.
0: No, you're completely, that's completely accurate. I'm like, I want to ride my bike where there's no Wi-Fi with great people and not have a campfire because that's illegal. But you know what I mean? There's yeah. There can be a flame and that's it. Yeah, you're right. I've explored so many new places that I wouldn't have explored had I been attached to a destination. So Beauty. there's a good one for life. <laughs> well- Speaking of adventures, we're about to take a week off. The Corker Co. closes the office for one week in the summer. It feels like many other organizations are doing that now. And kudos. I hope people shut off and turn off. And we will take the month of August off of podcasting. And yet we wanted to plant the seeds of something that we're really excited about that's coming in the fall, November 1st to 3rd, specifically. And I want to firstly share that it would not be possible without you and knowing that you and the people you have gathered that are now at the Corker Co that live in the world of immersions and gatherings and bringing people together in real life experiences to host something pretty transformational is something that I know you're just so good at. And we've all been starved of in the last two years, it's just not been possible. So What is happening November 1st to 3rd with the Corker Cosas?
1: Well, it's so exciting. So it is called Your Essential Self. And think of it like this. Yes. And then your arms go (laughs) in the air. (laughs) Um, Um, And it is those three days of immersing yourself in a, a journey to what is essential for you. What is your personal stories and lenses? And, you know, what is it time for you to explore? Maybe what is it time for you to look at in terms of reactions in mm. life? And how would it be to respond? We'll talk about some principles and key steps to designing your essential self.
0: Mm.
1: Lots think, of things yeah. happening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yes. And it's so important that as things open up and as choices become abundant, how do you choose as you do so beautifully? How do you relish and sunbathe in your choices when there can be so many? And what I love is it feels like we come back full circle to when we first read the book essentialism, which Mm -hmm. I think will go down as one of our favorites of among many, just the power of knowing what is so incredibly essential. And this feels like the perfect lily pad as we launch the new training program, the essential training program at the Corker Co., which will cover your essential self, manager essentials, and leadership essentials. And we're kicking it off with a bit of a taste test of these three days, Bodega Ridge, Galliano Island, in British Columbia. I hear the borders may open, so our U.S. friends may be able to make the trek. And we want to dive into like step one of... We care so much about being a great leader and being a great manager. And yet, when are we stopping to invest in ourselves? And when are people saying, but wait, who am I as a person? Who am I to be a great manager or a great leader? And until you can do your own self-work, you really don't have much to give as a manager or as a leader. What is your experience
1: with that, Sess? You know, all of the leadership studies and programs and management programs that I've gone to and designed always come back to the beginning and the foundation of who are you as a human being, as a person. And then the skills are management skills, but the Mm. fundamentals is who are you as a human being and life right now is they share this all the time in studies. Now the world has become inclusive of your whole life, Mm. especially because our cell phones have all of our emails on them. It's no longer work and life. So how do you show up as a human being in this world, including your whole life? So that's mm. what I think of. And part of this program that I really love is showing up powerfully as yourself is around how do you take responsibility and how do you manage mm. your energy and your thoughts? And mm. then what is your story? Mm. Where do you come from?
0: Yeah. Gosh, that's so beautiful. Back to the beginning of us as a human being. and to recognize when you speak through the curriculum and we'll make sure there's links on the site. So, you know, where to find, you know, details and FAQs. I'm like, other than landmark, like, where do we dive into this? Really? There's so much focus on just what's next and not, but who are you now? And how you are right now will change and evolve. And so when you did development work on yourself back then, you're different now. And what are you doing with yourself now? And I think it just feels like the most beautiful time to bring people together. Obviously, space is limited. We have booked out the entire venue and I look forward to filling it with people who want to ask the question of who am I and how can I be of greatest contribution while I'm here? Yeah.
1: I love that.
0: Oh, gosh. I think, you know, one thing is that
1: I like to go deep into like personal reflection and Mm self-inquiry, especially when there's challenges or if a project, a situation, a role, like -hmm. if there's a termination, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, what, who was I in that? So Mm -hmm. I really like to take these opportunities to go deep, to come out stronger for Mm -hmm. what it is that you want to do in your life Mm
0: -hmm. or
1: to show up as a stronger leader, human Mm -hmm. partner, and so some of this work might seem, you know, liquid, mm. like what, what is it all for? And that's the thing that people may not know is happening. But what I hear time and time again, when people go into the self-work to get the foundation strong is they can't articulate what happened. However, they know there's been a huge shift mm. because that's when transformation in their jobs, in their life, in their relationships happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that an yeah. important point? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Your essential, your essential self. Self. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned how it is so inclusive and so much of life lives on a phone right now. And I am wondering if you can share how you create boundaries within the inclusivity of it, because it's not like you can, you, you know, everything is on your phone that's a fact. And how do you navigate that? And I guess really what I'm asking, Seth, is like, how do you keep the essentials that are important to you essential?
1: Well, the phone is such an interesting one because it comes up all the time for people. Hmm. And one consultant you and I were talking to, a DEI consultant, said some of his work was to give youth freedom to be on their phone. Hmm. And that was such a game changer when he said that, because I was like, ah, the world up until now in my world has been teaching us to not be on our phone. However, the world is giving us phones and communication. Hmm. So I am now leaning in towards whenever I go to my phone or, or share people about the world is at our fingertips. Hmm. It's make mindful choices Hmm. because if you're searching or scrolling for something, I always think, what am I looking for? Mm -hmm. and where am I not fulfilled in this world here that I need to go search it here so Mm -hmm. that's one way and if there's nothing if I'm so fulfilled then I go okay well what am I looking to learn Mm -hmm. what am I looking to know that I don't know right now maybe a new perspective Mm -hmm. and then I give myself an allotted time and the time to learn might not be the time where I'm actually super productive Mm -hmm. in creation or the time that I'm coaching or the so then it's just like scheduling yourself.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that you say that and share that because I have a few little things that I thought were weird idiosyncrasies and yet they're so aligned to what you've just said. And <laughs> like what? well, I have many different screens on my phone. So I have an iPhone and I don't have a lot of, apps per page. And the ones that I feel like I have an addiction to let's call them social media I have on five pages later. So I need to scroll five times through the front of my phone before I get there. And it almost feels like I'm on a journey. And by the time I get there, I'm like, do I really need to open this? Do I really want to open this? And I created a list on my phone of 15 favorite special people. And normally when I'm going to Instagram, what I'm looking for is connection to humans. And I know that that doesn't come from Instagram for me. As much as I love my Instagram people, I know I go back to say, who are the people that are on my phone? And maybe I just need to send them an emoji. Maybe I need to send something funny, something honest. And really it's like, what if it wasn't about social media? It was about social, and that to me is like my social connections that matter. Yeah, yeah and I think actually your sweet husband sent us a really neat idea that was making folders declarative mantra
1: statements. I oh, am. Statements. Did he, you see that? He he. No, but he takes my phone and puts apps in folders, and then he saw like these highly functional people that do that, and, and did it he works. Label. Did he label the folders for you? No, but I'm going to get him to do it now that you say that.
0: Well, you need to, because the folders were labeled like, I am powerful.
1: (laughs) I am wasting my life. That's what one of them should say. Do not open. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, that's not not a I am. (laughs) Oh, yes. I am worthy. I am worthy. Yes, absolutely. That's I am productive. I am abundance all of these beautiful things. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Sess, details below on how to join us for your essential self gathering at Bodega Ridge in November. It's The perfect, most beautiful way to wrap our summer podcast as we get ready for the fall. And we're going to end with one special question. And that is what to you
1: is essential? I'm going to start with my family yeah. is essential. The work that we're doing at the Corker Collective, our team, and you are essential. Mm-hmm. And I can never forget coffee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Sus, I feel like you're deep like the ocean, and then you just throw in like <laughs> Nemo the fish. You know, it's like, these are the most important pieces. that are at the bottom of the ocean, the bottom of my soul. And by the way, Coffee. coffee. <laughs> How about for Uh, you, Steph? I want to hear what's essential for you. Well, gosh, when I think of this question, I just pause and I think sweat. It is my meditation. So sweat is essential. There is a sense of freedom that feels super essential for me. The other one is connection or contribution? And I think you nailed it. I really wake up feeling on purpose and feeling like what we're doing is making a difference and it's changing lives one person, one new job, one coaching conversation at a time. And that feels really essential for my well being. And lastly, which might be my version of coffee, uh-huh. <laughs> would just be adventure that. I think that sweat and freedom and connection is a daily adventure if you let it be. And I really look to find adventure in the everyday. It feels essential for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So well said. Thank yeah. you.
0: Thank you, Sess. Be back here on the mic in September. Thanks, Steph. Bye. Bye.